Welcome to the Morale Booster Network, a platform for entrepreneurs, career professionals, leaders, and the general public to give back to the society through coaching and mentoring. I remain your host, Dr. John Ugulu. I am an author, speaker, and strategist. I always say experience is the best teacher. You can stream or download this podcast from YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Music, Google Podcast, Player FM, and Pandora. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hello, everybody. Good evening from Atlanta, Georgia. Good morning, good afternoon from wherever you are listening. I know we're global. We have people listening to us from all over the world. So how are you? It's a blessed day here in Georgia. Um, We had some technical difficulties. We were having some internet connectivity issues. And um, if you can hear me, I want you to please type, I can hear you in the comment section. I just want to be sure that I am not speaking to myself. Yes, it's a blessed day. Every day above ground is a blessed day. I always like to remind people that it is a gift to be alive. It is a blessing to be alive because every day comes with new opportunities. Every day comes with new opportunities. So while we wait for others to join this live, Um, We're currently streaming on multiple platforms, um, over 50 platforms at the moment. And uh, please, if you're just joining us for the first time, like and share this broadcast because you might just be saving the life of that one person who has been waiting for a lifetime to hear this message. Like and share this broadcast, please. I will do the same thing on my end. Let's share it. So that we can get through to as many people as possible. Like and share the broadcast. Okay. I'm doing just that right now on my end. Yes, if you're just joining me for the first time, please like and share this broadcast. And here's the reason why I want you to like and share the broadcast, because you might just be saving the life of that one person who has been waiting for a lifetime to hear this message. We all know right now that the level of depression globally has increased. The level of anxiety globally has increased. So right now, people need a whole lot of motivation and inspiration to help them get through the hassles of life. Yes, you can hear me because you have the gift of life. Yeah, um, if you're just joining me for the first time, you know, I'm, I'm from Nigeria and I believe a lot of you already know that I am from Nigeria, born and raised in Nigeria. And uh, right now, we are going through we're going through a lot in that country. Um, some days ago, we lost a very 
talented artist, a musical artist, a very young man, 27 years old. Yeah, he's, he's, uh, his name was, uh, his musical name was Mo Bad, Mo Bad. And this guy was so talented. He was so, so talented that the cold hands of death snatched him. Right now, the police are investigating the cause of death, and uh, we hope they're able to arrive at um, a conclusion with the investigation within the shortest possible time. Now, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because anything can happen to anybody. Anything can happen. One could fall ill and just give up. One could be driving out of the house and before you know it, something bad happens. But I know I'm here to stay. I will be around for a long, 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 long time because my mission on earth is just starting. So don't worry, I ain't going anywhere. We are going to be together. We will grow together. So I commiserate with the families of uh, that young man who lost his life. And I pray that the almighty God will grant them the strength. They're the lost. You know, whenever I watch the videos, there's so many videos online about the young artists. Whenever I watch them, it, it, it really... It really affects me, you know, especially when you see a young person like that, 27 years old. It's it's sad. May his soul rest in peace. Amen. So thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, I will do my best to be as, uh, you know, I'll try not to take much of your time. And uh, today's topic is mindful living. Mind full living i want you to please grab a pen and notepad and uh, write down as much as you possibly can because it's going to be very very informative remember like and share this broadcast because you might just be saving the life of that one person who has been waiting for a lifetime to hear this message like and share this broadcast god bless you as you do that mind full living mindful living um cultivating joy in everyday moments cultivating joy in everyday moments wow that's a great one especially now that a lot of us get so busy with life and i know you who's listening to me right now you are you are a culprit you are guilty of that. I am guilty of that. Sometimes we get so busy that we forget. We forget to do things that will cultivate joy in our everyday moments. Right? So that's why I am doing this live broadcast today. We're streaming on multiple platforms, over 50 platforms by the special grace of God. And I'm happy that um, we are now going global. 
we are global. And the thing is, inspiring people from all over the world is a thing of joy. So my name is Dr. John Ugulu, and I will be talking today about mindful living. Mindful living. Grab a pen and notepad, write down as much as you possibly can. All right? Yes, mindful living, cultivating joy in everyday moments. Let's see. I see some comments here. Okay, great. Thank you, Sanada, for coming back. We had some technical difficulties, and I am glad that we've been able to, to resolve it. Now, when you say mindful living, what comes to mind? What comes to your mind? When you talk about mindful living and, and cultivating joy in everyday moments, what comes to mind? I know we all have different perspectives, but today I want to share what I think it is. And um, let's see, I see some comments there. Love tonight's topic. Awesome. Thank you so much. I'm glad you like the topic. Yeah, so... Um, now, based off of my own research and life experience, mindful living is a philosophy. And when we talk about philosophy, what, what does that word philosophy mean? I mean, what does it mean? Now, philosophy means a belief. Your belief system is your philosophy. So mindful living is a philosophy that encourages individuals to embrace the present moment, to find contentment in simple experiences, and also to cultivate joy in our everyday lives. That's what it means, mindful living, cultivating joy in everyday moments. It means a philosophy that encourages to just embrace the present. Which means sometimes you have to forget about being busy. Sometimes it could be hard, especially if you are like me, right? Because I, I am addicted to working. And my wife always complains about that. Like, look, you work too much. But I'm, I'm addicted to it. But what I do is I try to... I try to follow some natural principles. I try to always remind myself that there is more to life than just being busy. Sometimes we get carried away with the busyness of life. But we have to adopt a philosophy to help us balance, to help us cultivate joy in our everyday lives. And if you are one of them, I know you are you are guilty as charged. You who's listening to me right now, sometimes you get so busy, you don't even remember that you need to eat. Sometimes you get so busy that you forget to even breathe. Has it happened to you? Oh, yes, it happens a lot of it happens all the time. You work and you get so engulfed in what you're doing and you forget to breathe sometimes. It's not a good thing. You need to change it. And that's why we're talking today. That's why we're presenting this to you. So that you can always remember 
how to live a mindful life okay now um it also aligns with several principles um i'm a christian so i will i will refer to some uh, bible principles some biblical principles mindful living also aligns with several biblical principles that emphasize the importance of mindfulness gratitude and finding joy in 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 the present moment all right so while the term mindful living may not appear in the bible verbatim for those of you who are christians the underlying principles can be derived from various biblical teachings and we all know that the bible is is one of the best books in the world right if you agree with me i want you to say i agree the bible is a great book it's a great resource in fact lately i have started reading the bible more and more and more you know because most of the things we need to know it is contained in that book all right and i urge you to do the same thing too if if you are one who does not take time out to to read the bible everything you're looking for in life can be found in the bible okay so now how can we live a mindful life how can we cultivate joy in everyday moments how how can we do that how can we do that what do you do what do you do to help you cultivate joy in life irrespective of your busy nature i know you have goals you have dreams yes i do have goals i have dreams as well and every day i do what i can to make sure my life my activities align with my goals how do you balance it how do you balance it now i want to share with you a story you know there was a it's a story of a man who was an avid traveler this man had explored many countries he was known for his beautiful travel photos but there was more to his journey this guy had the habit of keeping a journal a gratitude journal and every evening what he would do is he would sit down quietly reflect on his day and write down three things he would sit down every evening and write down three things that he was grateful for it doesn't matter how small those things are it could be like a the taste of a local dish of a local food it could be a kind of interaction with a stranger or the, the the sight of a stunning sunset and over time he noticed that by consciously focusing on these small joys he was cultivating a deep sense of commitment which enhanced his travels and his life as a whole so those little things that you 
think are insignificant. They do. I keep a gratitude journal too, and I know the importance of that, especially for someone like me who is always busy. And if you are that busy person, look, if you don't know how to keep track of the good things that happen to you on a daily basis, based off of how the human system is programmed to always think that nothing good is happening, trust me, you would not believe that good things are happening to you. If you don't know how to document it, just like that traveler, if you don't know how to document it, you will be depressed. Melody Beatty said, gratitude turns what we have into enough. I want you to write this down. Gratitude turns what we have into enough. So not until you start identifying the things you're grateful for, you would always have a void that can affect you mentally, that can affect you emotionally, and that can also impact your health negatively. Gratitude and thankfulness is very important. I want you to write that down and repeat this after me. Say gratitude is paramount. Say gratitude is paramount. Now, even the Bible encourages gratitude and thankfulness as a way to cultivate joy. Remember I said the Bible has everything that you need to know? Let's take, for example, in, 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 in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18. If you have your Bible with you, I want you to go to 1 Thessalonians. Or you can just go on Google and, and, and Google it. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18. If you're with me, yes, that's good. So it says, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Let me repeat it again to you. It says, give thanks in all circumstances. Look, it says in all circumstances. It means in every circumstance, in every situation. It says, give thanks. It doesn't matter if things are good for you. It doesn't matter if things are challenging. It doesn't matter. It says, give thanks in all circumstances. And I want you to repeat this after me, ladies and gentlemen. Say, I will give thanks. Say, I will give thanks. I want you to repeat it one more time. Say, I will give thanks the bible says give thanks in all circumstances because it has a way of taking you through what you're going through if things are good for you and you give thanks things will get better if things are challenging for you and you give thanks things will get better and here's the reason why because God has already created everything for our good. 
everything, God has created it for our good. So what you're going through right now is a phase. Is a phase. And it will pass. So it says, give thanks in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Now what, the, what does uh, this explain to you? What does it mean to you? Because this verse emphasizes the importance of finding reasons to be thankful, even in challenging situations. My job is to constantly remind you of the things that you already know. My job is not to tell you anything new here. My job is to constantly remind you of things you already know, so that if you have forgotten, so that if you have forgotten, you will know that God has your back. I always remind you that things don't happen to you. Things happen for you. So how can you cultivate joy in everyday moments? By giving thanks to God. By being grateful. And secondly, what do you need to do to cultivate joy in your everyday life? It's by living in the present. To live in the present. Living in the present is very, very important. Once again, we go through life. We have families. We have jobs or businesses that we're running. We have things that we're thinking about. So it's always very easy for us to get carried away with those things. So live in the present. I want to take you through a path right now. I want you to listen to this. Imagine you going to the doctor. And the doctor, you know, just for a routine checkup. And on, and on, on getting to the hospital. The doctor comes back after conducting a test on you. And the doctor comes back and says, hey. We just realized that you have a complication. You have a terrible illness. And with what we have seen right now, you only have 24 hours to leave. Just 24 hours. You know what that means? It means automatically you are on your deathbed which means you have 24 hours and that's what the doctor just said to you now my question to you is if you were in that situation what are those things that you would regret not being able to do what would be your regrets what 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 would you Regret that you were not able to accomplish until that moment. What would your regrets be? Would it be that, oh, because you were so busy all these years, you couldn't spend time with your family? Would it be that because you were so busy, you couldn't make 
up with friends or family members that you had issues with, what would you regret that you couldn't do? Right now, the doctor has said you only have 24 hours to live. What would be your biggest regrets? I want you to think about it. Think about it. But here is the good news for you who's listening to me right now. The good news is you are not in that situation right now. So whatever your regrets would be, you can still make amends. You can still change. You can still work on them. How can you work on them? By living in the present. By living in the what? Present. I want you to repeat this after me. Say, I will live in the present. I will live in the present. Now, I want to share a story with you of, of one very busy woman. <laughs> she was so busy. And she was always in a hurry because she had a demanding job, endless tasks to complete, and a mind that never seemed to quiet down. I know you have that type of mind too. It's always working, constantly working. Like myself, I'm like that too. This woman worked so hard that she rarely took time to appreciate the present moment. And one day, as she rushed to work, she saw a little boy playing in the park. And he laughed, this little boy laughed with such unbridled joy that it stopped her in her tracks. When she saw this young, this little boy smiling brightly, she stopped and she realized that in her constant busyness, she had forgotten how to experience such pure happiness. And from that day forward, she made an effort to slow down, to notice the beauty around her and to find joy in the everyday moments. Now, it takes something it takes a moment it takes something to remind us of who we are it takes something to remind us that we should always try to remain in the present i don't know who i'm speaking to right now but you are so busy with life that you forget to do the basics. You are so busy with life that you forget to say hello to the people around you. You get so busy with life that you forget to tell the people you love how much you love them. And you are the reason why I'm doing this live broadcast to remind you to slow down. 
It doesn't matter how hard you work at that job. If you lose that job today, they're going to replace you right away. I'm telling you, if something happens to you and you cannot go to work today, you will be replaced at that job, like almost immediately. So we must learn to slow it down. Dalai Lama said, happiness is, is not something ready-made. It comes from your own actions. And I believe that. It comes from your own action. And number three, how can we cultivate joy in our everyday life? Through prayers and meditation. Mindfulness in prayer and meditation. And my question to you who's listening to me right now is, when was the last time you prayed? <laughs> Look, be sincere. Tell me the truth. When was the last time you prayed? I want you to be sincere with yourself. Yeah, because I know. I know the last time you prayed. I know the last time that I prayed. But I want you to think about it. When was the last time you went into meditation mode? Do you undermine it? Do you think it's not important? Do you think praying and meditating is not necessary? <laughs> it is necessary. It is necessary. Very, very. Okay? It is. And for those of you who, who know the Bible, who are Christians, just like myself, the Bible encourages prayer and meditation as a way to connect with God and to find inner peace. Exactly. When you meditate, when you pray, you at that point will be in alignment with your maker, with your creator. It is very important to always take time out of your, take time off your, you know, just take time off. Take time out of your busy schedule. Yes. It can help you find inner peace. I want you to try it. It can reduce anxiety. It can reduce depression. In Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 to 7, it says, Do not be anxious about anything. I want you to repeat this after me. Say, I will not be anxious. Say, I will not be anxious. I will not be anxious. That's what the Bible says. I told you before that everything is in the Bible. It says, do not be anxious about anything. But in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. What does that tell you? It means God has already taken care of everything for you. So you don't need to worry yourself because things will, for as long as you have goals, 
For as long as you have plans, things would align. Just take things one task at a time, one day at a time. I want you to repeat this after me. Say, I will take things one day at a time. Say, I will take life one day at a time. But the first thing is you must have your goals because when you want to pray it means you want to speak to your creator it means you want to speak to god so when you're praying and meditating you are doing that to ask so what are you asking for you should have it you should have it you should have a petition. You should have a request. You should have something that you want God to do for you. I want you to think about it. So when you want to pray, it means you're going there to speak to God. You're speaking to your creator. You're speaking to your maker. And your maker, your creator expects you to come with a request don't just go there and pray so those requests should be your goals so mindfulness in prayer and meditation it's very very important even um the bible talks about you know jesus talked about uh, the mustard seed right he used the parable of the mustard seed to illustrate how the smallest seed could grow into a large and fruitful tree. And, and that was in Matthew. Yes, Matthew chapter 13. Matthew chapter 13 of the Holy Bible, verses 31 to 32. Yeah. He told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed which a man took and planted in his field. Though it is the smallest of all seeds, yet when it grows, it is the largest of garden plants and becomes a tree so that the birds come and perch in its branches. Prayer helps you solidify your roots with God. Meditation helps you see clearly who you are, why you're on earth, what you can do, and where you're going. And number four, how can you cultivate joy in your everyday life? By contentment with simple blessings. Being content with what you have, especially if you're somebody who knows who you are. Because if you know who you are, you would know that you are a king. You would know that you are a queen. You would know that you are royalty. So contentment with simple blessings can help you cultivate joy in your everyday life. Be satisfied 
with those little steps. Be satisfied with what God has blessed you with. Be satisfied with the food that you have to eat. Be satisfied with the gift of life. Because when, 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 when you are at that level of contentment, then things would work for you in your favor. All right? Contentment with simple blessings. Every day comes with blessings. Every day comes with new blessings. But you must be ready to receive these blessings. And number five, you must understand joy as a fruit of the Spirit. In Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 to 23, it says joy is listed as one of the fruits of the Holy Spirit. Joy is listed as one of the fruits of the Holy Spirit. When I was growing up, my mom had this, my mom had this uh, um, thing on her wall that says, smiling makes you beautiful. Smiling makes you beautiful. You who's listening to me right now, I want you to know that smiling makes you beautiful. So remember to smile. First of all, smiling is therapeutic. It is therapeutic. The more you smile, the longer you would live on earth. <laughs> and I'm telling you that. Smile as often as you possibly can. Because it's only when you're alive that you can do it. So joy is a fruit of the spirit. Try to be intentional about your peace. Try to be intentional about smiling. Try to be intentional about being happy. Because the world as we have it is already so busy. It could be stressful, challenging. So smile as often as you possibly can. And number six, how can you cultivate joy in your everyday life? By rejoicing in God's creation. Be happy that you are on earth. Be very happy because... <laughs> be very, very happy because when God made you, he knew that you were good. You were brought into this world on purpose with a purpose and for a purpose never doubt that for any second and here's the reason why because research has proved it that you were a chosen sperm out of billions out of billions if you understand the birthing process you would know what i'm talking about you were the chosen one for a sperm to fertilize an egg it goes through a fierce competition 
billions of sperm cells compete to fertilize the egg. And research has proved it that only one sperm cell, only one fertilizes the egg, not more than one. But billions will try. But you were the chosen one out of billions of sperm cells to fertilize the egg. And you became that fetus. You became that baby. You became that child that was born into this world out of billions. So you were, you were selected. You were chosen. You are the chosen one. What does that tell you? It means you have a purpose on earth. It means you were sent into this world on purpose, with a purpose, and for a purpose. Which means you have to be happy that God made you. Irrespective of what you think you're going through right now. I want you to please close your eyes. Close your eyes and repeat this after me. Say, Father, Lord God. I thank you. I bless your name. I exalt your holy name. I thank you for the gift of life. I thank you for creating me. I promise that I will fulfill my assignment on earth in jesus name amen yes you have all it takes all you need is to rejoice in god's creation to rejoice that god made you whole to rejoice that you were wonderfully and beautifully made Psalm 104 describes the beauty and order the, the nat- it, it describes the beauty and the order of the natural world inviting us to appreciate it mindfully you have greatness in you repeat this after me say i have greatness in me Always remember to be happy. And the last one that can make you cultivate joy in your everyday life is to love others. This is hard. Sometimes it could be hard to love everybody. But this is what I do. When I'm upset with anybody, I immediately I immediately tell myself, John, you must forgive. And here's the reason why. Because it takes a lot of energy to be upset with somebody. It takes a whole lot of energy to be upset. I'm telling you. That's why I don't like it. That's why I don't like to keep grudges. That's why I don't like to... That's why I don't like to be upset. I love everybody. What I do is if I know that there is a particular thing that is making me upset with somebody, that is going to affect my love for that person, what I do is I get rid of that thing immediately. It doesn't matter how much time, energy 
I have put into it. If business is going to make me not love somebody, I'll rather get rid of that business. If my job will make me not love somebody, I'll rather get rid of it. Because it takes so much energy to hate. It takes so much energy to be upset. And I want you to understand this. It is deeper than what you think. Because sometimes some people hold on to those things that make them not love others. Get rid of it. Do you want to have a healthy life? Love more. Don't allow anybody push you to that zone where you stop loving them. You must learn to control your emotions every day. You must learn to control it. It's very, very important. People will try. There's so many people who enjoy hating people. There's so many people who enjoy making others feel bad. But should you bring yourself to their low level? No. You should always be on top so you can pull them up and love them and teach them how to love themselves. The Bible encourages us to love our neighbors the same way we love ourselves. And that's in Mark chapter 12, verse 31. Practicing mindful compassion and kindness towards others can bring joy, not only to them, but, only, but to ourselves. When you are loving people around you, when you are in love with the people around you, when you love the people around you, you're not just helping them or loving them. You're loving yourself. Sometimes when I get into arguments with people and they expect that that will turn into a very big thing. And all of a sudden, I'll call that person and start talking as if nothing ever happened. It's an intentional act because when I know I'm trying to get upset or when I know I'm getting upset, I try to cut it. I try to nip it. I try to stop it immediately. And I move past it. And people see me as a weirdo. No, that's who I am. I'm very intentional about not getting upset. I'm very intentional about letting go of the things that I'm not happy about. It's very easy for me because I don't want to carry those chains of anger. I don't want to carry the burden of anger because anger is so heavy that it can impact your health negatively. It can impact everything you do negatively. Love other people. Be kind to them as much as you possibly can. There are some people who, if they ask you for money and you can't give to them, they feel bad. But if you genuinely could not give them at that point, 
Don't hate on yourself. Love yourself and love that person who's upset with you. Now, in summary, while the term mindful living may not be explicitly used in the Bible, but its principles align with many biblical teachings. And, and in recent times, I've come to realize that the Bible is the best guide on earth. I don't know about you, but that's what I have come to realize. And I will do everything humanly possible to always remind you and tell you about this. This is what I have identified. This is what I have observed. So always remember that those little things in life, they matter. I'm not a perfect person, but I try to always spend time with people I love. I try to always spend time with my family. I do take them out from time to time so we can sit down, have a conversation, and feel that love. And if you are not doing that, I understand because sometimes I get carried away too. But what do I do when I remember that I am not, I'm not utilizing those little moments to create the joy that I want in my life? Then I go right back and try to make up. So imagine you being on your deathbed now and the doctor says you only have 24 hours to live. What are those things you ought to have done that? You couldn't do prior to that day. What would you re what, what what are those things you would regret that you couldn't do prior to that day? You only have 24 hours. Imagine that. But right now you are alive. You still have over a hundred years to live. I don't know about you, but I would live beyond a hundred years because the assignment God has for me must be fulfilled. My goal is to help billions of people, billions of people find their purpose in life. So God knows I would live for over a hundred years. Strong, sound, healthy. And that's my goal and my prayer for you as well who's listening to me. I want you to repeat this after me. Say, God... Grant me the strength to cultivate joy in my life every day. Repeat it after me. Say, God, grant me the strength to cultivate joy in my life every day. There's so many people you haven't talked to in a while. Call somebody today. Tell them how much you care about them. Tell them how much you love them. I will do the same. And I want to start with you who's listening to me right now. I want you to know that I love you. I love you from the bottom of my heart.
And here is my prayer for you. That God grants you the wisdom and the strength to find joy in the little things around you. Thank you so much for listening. I want you to please like and share this broadcast. Oh, I see some <clears throat> I see some beautiful messages here. Right. Let me see. Wow. Yes, Sanada said it means a lot to me. Yes. Mindful living. We must be intentional about it. Thank you so much for listening. I want you to please like and share this broadcast because you might just be saving the life of that one person who has been waiting for a lifetime to hear this message. I don't know where you're listening to me from. Neither do I know how much you know about yourself. I don't even know how much the people around you know about you. But there is one thing for sure that I know about you who's listening to me. I know for sure that you are an abode of greatness. You have greatness in you. And always remember that today is the first day of the rest of your life. Think about it. God bless you. Like and share this broadcast. And if you have not purchased my book, I just wrote a book for those of you who are thinking of overcoming shyness and getting into public speaking like I did. I transitioned from shyness to public speaking. And right now I am microphone hungry. So right now I want to show you how I was able to make that transition from shyness to public speaking. And what have I done? I have written a book where I put all the 10 steps that I took. So go grab a copy of that book. It's titled From Shyness to Public Speaking. From Shyness to Public Speaking. I will put that in the comment section for you. Uh, From Shyness to Public Speaking. Um, purchase my book. It's on Amazon. So you can go to Amazon right now and purchase it. Purchase my book. Let's put it there, from shyness to public speaking. Yes, it's a great book. I wrote that for you. If you are a shy person, you want to get into public speaking, you want to get into politics, you want to become a leader, you know that leaders are speakers. That book is for you. If you know someone, if you have a friend who wants to get into politics, who wants to get into um, any form of leadership, have them purchase that book and they will be able to make that transition the way I could do it. Because if I could transition from shyness to public speaking, it means you too can do it. God bless you. Take care of yourself. Like and share this broadcast. And always remember that you have greatness in you. Have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. Bye, everybody.